to our garbage podcast. Uh, this is Ian, in case you didn't know, which you probably don't know, because you don't listen. And <laughs> Jesus. I'm with, I'm with Casey yeah. Davis. We're, uh, we're listening to Ian shame everybody, so Ian, proceed. <laughs> I'm not shaming everybody, I'm just speaking the truth. I'm just going to choke on these mini Oreos and end it all. <laughs> Oh, thanks for listening. Uh, we got a great podcast today. Um, I honestly have no idea what we're going to fucking talk about, but <laughs> it'll be great. I know what I want to freaking talk about. We're going to talk yeah. about that gorilla? What gorilla? Uh, oh, oh, the one with the, the one kid? Killed? Gosh. Yeah. Uh, That's I, like... Uh, uh. <laughs> 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 fucking assholes. All right, what do you guys like want to talk about? the latest internet lynch mob. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, I I haven't heard a whole lot about it, but when I woke up this morning, like I saw uh, the superficial posted something on it, and it was like, "Hey, here's the picture of the parents of the little kid that just died," and like it was just two people just cheesing it up on this camera, and I was like, "Oh, oh they didn't. The kid didn't die. The kid didn't die. I thought the kid did die. No, oh, they the kid the didn't gorilla. die. They just like shot the gorilla in the face." Oh. <laughs> just in case the kid might have died. Well, didn't that just happen last week in like a a lion? Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Guy in Detroit. Was, he was trying to commit suicide. Yeah. That was in Detroit, wasn't it? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, okay, I'll I'll research while you guys talk about it because that I, that was the extent of my knowledge. I'm trying to uh, think of like. There's not many zoos I've ever been to where you could like get close enough to a lion or a gorilla to actually do that. No, apparently like, it doesn't uh, make any sense. Apparently, Cincinnati is the wild west, and you can just do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, in Detroit, at the Detroit Zoo, you have to get past like a fence, and then down into a valley, and then climb that impossible to climb wall on the other side to get to the gorillas. Yeah, they have like that sewage moat in between you and all the yeah. animals. <laughs> yeah. There's no way you can get close it's got to them. Freaking peanut logs, folks. <laughs> Bunch of snicker bars. You gotta like frogger across. Oh. Apparently you know in Cincinnati you can just jump right in. I, I thought it was Detroit. It was actually Santiago Chile. My bad. Oh. Yeah, well close. okay. That I, makes I think, more sense. Like, I expect Chile to have laxer rules. Yeah. Because in America, people accidentally fall into animal enclosures that are almost impossible to fall into. In in other countries, people jump in. Yeah. Just <laughs> like, a, I'm sick of not living in the land of the free. Just going to end it. <laughs> Just be done with it. Of course, if you were going to do it right, you should have the bald eagles kill you. Uh, maybe maybe the uh, Santiago Public Zoo doesn't have a bald eagle exhibit. Maybe not. Well, okay. that's, can't that's be... their loss. Right? So if you could be killed by any animal at the zoo, what would it be? 
Well, it definitely wouldn't be a gorilla. No. Just, get, just blunt force trauma until your head pops open like a cantaloupe. But like I imagine champ. that would at least be quick. A champ would make sure he, uh, he removed your penis and balls for you before he killed you. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, thinking, what do you do if you jump into the gorilla enclosure and he doesn't kill you like you planned? Like, do you just purple nurple him until he finally, like, bashes <laughs> <your> head? <laughs> Give him an Indian burn? Just smacks you, smacks you like a like a set of symbols and just squishes your face. Yeah, and then you're just a retarded lump in a cage forever. <laughs> wah, wah. Oh. oh, giraffe. A giraffe. <laughs> I feel like a giraffe would just hug me to death. Uh, well, I think that... I think you don't know much about giraffes. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I don't think they hug anything. No, really, it would just bludgeon me to death probably with love... its gigantic neck. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Just whip snake you. <laughs> flex track 37 trillion whip snake edition me oh goodness boy i don't know see okay i'm uh, gonna I'll say go... poisonous snake oh really hey, dude oh okay oh really like you know oh, you, you get two little hypodermic needles through your leg or you get bludgeoned to death by a giant primate <laughs> Well, or torn yeah, apart by just, a crocodile. Oh, really? A, a snake might be super painful. You don't just die right away. You just yeah. rot super what? fast. No, your nervous system... Well, okay, it depends on what sort of yeah. uh, tell me, snake tell me, it is. If it's a cobra, awesome your nervous system just shuts down and, you're, and your organs stop working. Uh, I'm sure it probably affects your nerve endings if your nervous system is, is affected. Probably hurts really bad. I don't know. I think it depends on the snake. I think some snakes are pretty humane about dispatching their victims. What about a, a Gila monster? A what? A Gila monster. They're like a, a poisonous lizard. Uh, Not as scary. No. What about that? What but about I think that? they just chomp you like a piece of corn, and their saliva hmm. is poisonous. They're just like, I, 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 all down yeah, your, your appendages. Isn't that a Komodo dragon? No, but I have heard that those are poisonous. Or famous. What about one of those spiders? Isn't there a spider out there that just, if you get bit by it, it just gorges your penis with blood until it splits like a hot dog in the microwave? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's all, that's real? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. What's that? I remember hearing about that like a year ago, maybe two. Your head pops and you just bleed out in the men's room. <laughs> yes, yes, that is it. Why don't you just uh, go in the men's room anyways? Toe tap it till it got to bite down. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Suppose you could. Yeah, uh, these are all good options. I think yeah. there's there's no wrong way to kill yourself at the zoo. <laughs> if there's a lesson to be learned in all this. Except, you know, do it in a way that doesn't get the animal killed because you brought them into this. Like, don't be a douche about it and get them shot in the face. Because <laughs> right. they killed those two lions, right? That the guy tried yeah. to commit. Okay. Yep. And, I mean, it's chilly. How many lions do they have? They might have just fucked over most of South America. 
Yeah. Well, a Chile- Chilean lions are lame anyways. <laughs> they're definitely like like they're less colorful. They're skinnier. Yeah. Uh, freaking lazy. And I mean, regular lions are lazy, but Chilean lions, dude, they don't do anything. <laughs> Just eating eucalyptus and koala bears. did you know koala bears are marsupials yeah i know mark yeah of course i do okay that's i thought that was common knowledge but there (laughs) i there are some people that do not know that yeah like they have a pouch that if there was a big enough koala bear you could like ride in there and stay warm do you know how disgustingly gooey you would be in a koala bear's pouch yeah dude i bet koala bears are pretty clean huh okay why what do you is this based on something like no i just can't imagine that they they know to like invert their pocket so that they can clean out all the shit that's been in there (laughs) you know so you think that like if you got a uh you know, like if it was a, a kangaroo, for instance, you think it'd yeah. be like straw wrappers and like old raisinets <laughs> and, a, and, a, and a gum, like a two-year-old movie stub. <laughs> yeah. Like in, in small animal shit, because that's where they go and they're small animals. They, they're not potty trained. That's where the nipples are. They're eating food. They're shitting in there. <laughs> I mean, do they stand upside down and just hose that shit out? I doubt it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't. Do you think baby kangaroos crap in the pouch? I do. You think they don't? I I don't know. I mean, I think maybe there's Google some sort that, of like evolutionary I'm... instinct where they're like, "Oh, I'm I'm in home. I don't I don't poop in here. This is where I sit. This is a chill man. space." I'm pretty this sure is... baby everything's just shit wherever they are. <laughs> okay, it was the second questions when I put in do baby kangaroos. <laughs> do kangaroos poop in the pouch (laughs) so other pioneers have have ventured into this territory before too yeah yeah one of the one of the things is how do female kangaroos keep their pouches clean what happens when a baby kangaroo poops in the mommy (laughs) there's no drink coli (laughs) they throw up for a while oh god a female kangaroo cleans her pouch out by licking it yeah the same way uh, Casey cleans his penis. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, removing the urine and feces. I haven't and, been able to reach it in forever. I and movie I do stuff it just like you. So we learned something today. That's pretty on par for the animal world. They're like they just lick stuff. That's how. That's how they deal with every problem. Just lick it. Yeah. So lions. Uh, when they kill an animal, like, uh, well, A, they start at the butt and eat their way forward. So if it's not dead yet, things things are going to get bad. And yeah. B, um, yeah. they like to lick the skin off. Like, they got, like, a sandpapery tongue, and they'll, like, lick the skin until it, like, bleeds. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, that's like one of those facts that was just bouncing around in the back of my head. Like, I, I don't know when I learned that, but I haven't recalled it in a while. So it, it may be worth a Google. <laughs> uh, I'll let you Google that one because I, I think I've scarred my Google enough for today. Yeah. It's a little little mortified by the things that I'm asking. So, 
You ever have those, though, where, like, you know, like a little factoid is just bouncing around in the back of your skull like a like a bingo ball, and you just recall it out of nowhere, and you're like, I think I know about this. I feel like I learned <laughs> this from a trusted source at one point. Right. My science teacher said it. I don't know if he was joking, but it stuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah science facts. That's that's uh that's what that's restricted to. But you know, most of those I got from like a Christian curriculum, so <laughs> so some, some of it may be a little suspect. <laughs> Grossly inaccurate, is is what you're saying. Yeah, actually, the only time when baby kangaroos didn't crap in the pouch <laughs> was when they were on Noah's Ark because uh, the animals held in their feces for a month. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mysterious yep. ways. Yeah. Thanks religion. So, um, things were going pretty good today, and then uh, I on my way back here to call you guys, I called April, and as I was talking to her, she got pulled over, and yeah. she got she got a a ticket for making an improper turn. Because she turned into, like, the next lane over instead of the lane directly by the street. You know what I'm huh. saying? Like, she turned what? over the lane. I got ticketed? Yeah. Like, I know that's a rule. I know we all learned that in driver's ed, but nobody listens to that rule. And I've oh, never heard of anybody getting ticketed for it. Yeah, that's kind of a... That's a slow day in Kansas. Yeah, she's so good. It protected and served us a fine. <laughs> Sucks pretty bad. But it was kind of interesting because in Kansas, you can keep your insurance ID on your phone. Like you can keep like a digital copy of it. So you don't have to always have like a freshly printed uh, paper copy. So, you know, if somebody pulls you over, you just whip out your phone type in the progressive app and boom it loads your insurance paperwork so she didn't have her insurance so i i just pop pulled this up and i texted it to her and i was like man technology's sweet like that you can just do that kind of stuff like that might have been a pickle a few years back but now it's just a text message and you're good but i do uh i do enjoy my technology yeah, like, okay, so I'm still in Alaska, listeners, and this weekend we went fishing, like, way, I mean, middle of nowhere. Like, Anchorage is the middle of nowhere, but there's a lot of people here, so it doesn't feel like it. But we went, like, an hour south of Anchorage, and then we were, you know, two and a half, three hours out into the, the Prince William Sound, like, near the Gulf of Alaska, in the middle of the water, and as we're f driving out there, like, I'm FaceTiming my dad and April and, like, showing them, like, live video footage of us, you know, driving through these big fjords and, like, seeing the mountains and stuff like that. I was like, dude, that is that is incredible that you can do that nowadays. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Do you, do you find yourself using FaceTime a lot? No, because it feels really awkward and uncomfortable. Huh. Like... If uh, if there's a reason for it, like, hey, I need to show you this thing, you know, sure. then fine. But, like, just to have, like, a camera under my four chins. 
Yeah, I can see where that would be uh, daunting for you. Yeah. But you could use, like, uh, two or three of them to just, like, hold the phone in place. So you can do other activities with your uh, with your hands. Just give you the up-the-nose view? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about it that way. I didn't, you didn't? I'm not taking full advantage of my neck rolls. <laughs> the utility no. functions of them, so... Yeah, my multi-purpose. Multi-purpose neck rolls. But so we went out into the Gulf of Alaska, or uh, Prince William Sound, and uh, I guess it's usually pretty rough out there, like the water is and stuff, so I was kind of expecting it to be a rough day, like get sick and things like that. Uh, but dude, it was just smooth as glass out there. And you could see like freaking dolphins, you could see whales. We saw a whale like really close up. Uh, we went and saw a glacier, like a legit giant glacier melting and cracking and falling into the ocean and stuff like that um and i caught a halibut which is one of the ugliest creatures ever made i i would agree it looks just like a giant loogie but and you wouldn't think (laughs) they get big you know they're like this big flounder you know, aggressive predator fish, and you reel them, you fish for them off the bottom. I mean, we were in like 170 feet of water, 200 feet of water at times, and we're catching them way down there in the dark, you know, abyss. And uh, when you pull them up, it's like reeling in a, a tractor tire. Like, they don't really <laughs> fight, they're just like really, really heavy. So you're just like cranking the reel trying to get this thing up. But then you get it to the top. And, like, you know, they're not too bad, and you get them to the top, and the minute their head comes out of the water, they just start thrashing around. And they're just, like, this big, like, 50, 60-pound violent pancake that's just thrashing around trying to break your ankles and stuff. (laughs) So, you have a, I don't know if it's a technical term for it, but it's a halibat. And (laughs) it's basically just a billy club. And... So as soon as you get them out of the water, you just you just beef them in the face with it like several times to try to knock them out or kill them or something so you can get them into the boat without them, you know, breaking your legs, going crazy. It's a very weird experience, but it was fun. Right? <laughs> it sounds uh, at least 10% entertaining for you. Yeah. And like sure. our halibat in our boat was uh like a you know polypropyl or you know whatever the the like hard hard plastic you know but the guy that we were fishing with in the other boat he had an aluminum one Ooh. so when he'd whack the things it was like ping ping ping, <laughs> ping. <laughs> it's, that's the same noise a golf club makes <laughs> when it bounces off davis's skull yeah <laughs> He just, just like, uh, he just planted a little bald spot in there. <laughs> That's cool. Whatever. Yeah. It grew back. I can't count the potato anymore. Whatever. <laughs> so we caught, we caught those halibuts, and um, then we also caught these rockfish, and 
The rockfish is another, like, bottom-dwelling, you know, fish. It's not as big, but they're, like, a bright pink color. And when you get them towards the surface, like, because of the pressure difference, um, their tongue inflates. And it just sticks out of the front of their face like a big pink dildo. Oh, my God. For some reason, that just reminds me of you. With tongue inflating? Yeah. Like when you're trying to do... Like, Shut up. Technical things. <laughs> his brain's melting. His tongue's flopping out. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Don't be angry. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. Uh-huh. I I choose not to uh, acknowledge, to recognize that. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so what what's the what's the worst thing you've seen in Alaska so far? Oh boy. Well, surprisingly enough, there's a lot of homeless people here. Which, if you're gonna be homeless. Man, go, go anywhere go, else. Yeah, anywhere. go anywhere but here. Anywhere. Florida, like everyone else. Right. Yeah. Or California. And like, you know, like Hawaii's got a lot of homeless people too, but the homeless people in Hawaii just look like, you know, young Matthew Residents. McConaughey. <laughs> like they just look like kind of like surfer bums that just, like they choose to be homeless and they they just like chilling on the beach and doing nothing. You know, maybe not all of them, but that's, that's kind of the look that they have, right? The homeless people here look freaking grizzled. Like these are these are these are people with grit, man. Right. Because uh, I don't know. Like a lot of the ones that we've seen, like I don't. I bet you they're twenty years younger than they look. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's unfortunate. I mean, I guess I guess the scenery's nice. But I, I can't see what the advantage of being homeless in Alaska would be. No, there is none. There's none. Okay. I mean, not that I can see, like, uh, advantageous homelessness anywhere else. Like, oh, man, I'm so glad I'm homeless in California. Unless you're a, a hipster looking for a romantic life on the street. Yeah, which is, I think, what you talked about. Uh, what was that, last week? Yeah, a few episodes ago. Like, uh, Yeah, you'd rather be homeless than have to hipsters. stay home for a month? Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yes, I idiot. stand by that decision. Okay. Well, wait. It was a month. It was a. It was a year. That was what we were talking about. Was it a year? Yeah. I don't know. That's why I never the facts. I never listened to this shit, so. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just talk a bunch of shit and then uh, break my computer in half. That's it. So you spent the uh, the memorial holiday in Alaska. Was there anything going on? Yeah, well, I'll tell you, like, people here, dude, when, when the weather is nice, like the five weeks of decent weather that they have, um, they do not waste it. Like, they just all are going wild. They're out, like, you know, fishing and camping and doing, I mean, every sort of thing, like all the outdoor activities, they're, they're doing them. So there was a lot of people like we went to this little town to to go fishing and it's I mean like I said it's in the middle of nowhere. There's right. a 3 mile one way tunnel through the through the middle of the mountain to get to this place which is kind of weird. Oh that'd be kind of amazing. 
Yeah, it's it's interesting and like it's not it's not like a tunnel like you'd be in in Detroit or something like that where it's all, you know, like finished walls and stuff. Like this is like you're driving through a cave with the occasional like hanging light bulb. <laughs> and cars and trains run through it. So like there's a like a traffic stop out front of it and like every half hour they switch directions and the the other direction can come through. No shit. Yeah. So that was that was really weird. And of course, I mean it's, you know, there's water there's a lot of water and stuff in there and it was just very strange. It's cool. Yeah. That would be uh that'd be interesting and like horribly terrifying at the same time. Yeah, there's like every you know, like 100 yards or so through the through the uh well, probably farther than that. I don't know. 500 yards, something like that. But there's like uh, these pull-offs with a safe room in case of a cave-in or something like that. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, dude, I would just lose my mind if something like that happened. Oh, yeah. Hopefully that safe room just has a gun so you can shoot yourself. <laughs> like, this is horrible. Bang. Yeah. Or at least a flare gun. <laughs> like Thinking. that oh, there that's a rough way to go out oh, shoot yourself yeah. with a flare gun <laughs> you should like uh soak yourself in whale oil first just to make sure you get a steady burn <laughs> that's a good idea maybe kerosene that, that burns pretty slow doesn't it yeah but i want to take a whale with me to the grave <laughs> Preferably right. a cute one too. Now, speaking of which, have you guys seen that movie in the Heart of the Sea? Nope. Wow. It's uh like the Chris Hemsworth Moby Dingus uh, <laughs> movie. It's my favorite part of the story. It says Dick right there on the cover. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, so it's of course it's all about uh, whaling. You know, these guys are in the whaling industry and stuff, trying to get whale oil. But, uh, dude, that is that has to be, like, one of the craziest practices that people ever did. I would imagine so. Like, you sail aimlessly into the middle of the ocean with no idea where you are. And then the minute you spot a whale, you guys all jump in these, like, tiny little boats and you throw, like pointed sticks at them <laughs> attached to ropes attached to your tiny boat uh yeah that's that's pretty dumb that's nuts and yeah like okay yeah it's not good to kill whales okay we did the disclaimer or whatever but okay. it is interesting to that 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 like practice was kind of interesting in how they actually did it like horrible and you, you would still do it do they do they hunt like like large whales like that? Like do they hunt like like humpbacks and uh, sperm? Sperm. <laughs> Those are the juiciest of whales. Yeah. <laughs> they squeeze all the sweet nectar out of this sperm whale. Ooh, this one's extra spermy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, whale's big. Yeah, no matter what. 
They do it in like these little kayak things. It's wild, man. It is. It's wild, wild and stupid. Real stupid. Yeah. At least I think so. Uh, but uh, it, I think uh, I think I'm gonna add anything maritime to my list of shit that I actually don't care about, <laughs> as far as movies or timelines or anything like that. I don't I don't give a shit about your stupid sailboat or what you're doing on that boat, or where you came from, where you're going. I don't give a shit. Gosh, you're just like such a, a milk toast human being. <laughs> not even not even Waterworld. Oh yeah, yeah. man! <laughs> yeah, that fucking Kevin gem. C. <laughs> yeah, that atrocity. Uh, no. It just it doesn't it doesn't pique my interest. I guess for some reason. I don't know. Like it's it's not something that's always on my radar, but occasionally, uh, it I think it's kind of interesting to watch some of that stuff. I think where where my um. Where my disdain for that came from was uh, occasionally catching like a deadliest catch episode, where it's just like a bunch of jump cuts to like people that are pulling on ropes, and there's like waves crashing on them. Like, hey, why don't you just put one camera up and just show it the whole fucking time? You know, <laughs> that's so it's... undramatic, though. I know that's the problem. Because at the like... end of the day, we're pulling up boxes full of crabs, and it's not that interesting. <laughs> exactly. Oh, look, another box <laughs> full of crabs. Right, like boy, it's show. stormy out here. This is a crappy job. <laughs> you know this from the title. I don't know why you're watching this. You're just hoping why someone will it? die. They do it for the money. The same reason people go to college. <laughs> yeah, so that that's why I lump in. I do not care about that. <laughs> way to just way to just alienate a bunch of people. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, like, okay, have you ever talked to a guy who's done that sort of thing? All, all the deep sea fishers that listen to our podcast, they're all yeah. going to stop yeah, listening to mad. us now. <laughs> all of them. I come from a long line of crab fishermen, I'll have you know. We've been tugging boxes of crabs out of the ocean for years. They make a lot of money. Good for yeah, them. Yeah, but it's short. T- so do strippers. So do, you know, uh,. Other people, they don't, make, they don't make like forty grand in like two weeks. So, so do, do professional bank robbers. So do rodeo clowns. No, they don't. So do hedge fund managers. Yeah. Oh yeah, they do that yeah, like a minute. I just and watched they, the, big, the Big Short the other day. So, Casey, so do people who that? own uh, several t- chains of subways. <laughs> I'll I'll stop. Casey, have you have you seen the Big Short? Yeah. Two Applebee's. No, no, no. I haven't seen the Big Short. I heard it was oh, good. So, so good. Super confusing, but really good. <laughs> I don't think they'll let you have two Applebee's. <laughs> like they don't want they don't want that much power concentrated in like yeah. one hand, oh, two hands. Oh, all that. You're just monopolizing our uh, our uh, financial system <laughs> by having all the money. <laughs> <laughs> It'll never be enough for you, man. You'll never, you'll never sell enough quesadilla burgers to make you to fill the void in your heart. Oh, sorry, Ian. The the Big Short. All right, not just a good movie. Okay, I need to see that though. I I I want to see it. I just haven't actually gotten a chance to watch it yet. 
It's, you guys know what's you guys know what's going on right now? The most exciting races on earth. Are, are we talking about Applebee's? We're talking about Isle of Man. Oh, contest. really? Uh huh. Uh, I did not know that that was on right now, but that's nope. that's impressive. I'm excited. What's I'm impressive excited is nobody's pilots. died yet. I, I was going to say, are we going to wager on how many people will die? Well, somebody already died at Northwest 200. I say Isle of Man gets two deaths. Two. Wow. That's a, that's think, a good year. That means I, they can take next year off. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing a... Uh, I'm going hopeful, and I'm going to say nobody dies this year. I suppose it's really interesting, better, but it doesn't make for an interesting story. There's well, an interesting bike racing at it right now. It's the the Suter MMX 500. It's a two-stroke. Really? Yeah. Huh. It's like, um, I don't know, it's a super, super lightweight bike, but it you know packs a bunch of power because it's two-cycle. I, I thought they were kind of like done with two-cycle. Not Suter. You can buy them too, but they cost a lot of money. They have to strap like four catalytic converters in a row to the back of it to make it <laughs> yeah, road legal. EPA friendly. You just have like this eight foot section of cats hanging off on a scaffolding <laughs> off the back of the bike. It's got <laughs> it's got all the new like technology in it, but it's two cycle. Huh. Cool bike. Don't touch those. They're hot. <laughs> All of them. Don't fucking touch them. <laughs> mm. Did you guys? Uh, did you guys look at that link that I sent? Oh, that Ducati. Yeah, that nice. Yeah, that's oh, really cool. Yeah, that thing is impressive. Dude, uh, uh, luckily there's been more people building like custom Ducatis and less of stupid BMWs. Yeah, I I can't get behind their their engine. Like I, I just think it's really ugly. I think so too. It's huge. Yeah, from like a side view, I'm like, oh damn, that thing's sweet. Then you look at it any way else. Yeah, like if you look one at degree it from off, the, the front or the back, it's it's enormous. Yeah, it sticks I, out like six feet off the engine. Like I I really like those R9Ts that BMW created, but it, it's because I've seen so many good pictures of it, and then I see one that's that's bone stock, and I'm like, oh holy shit, I hate that thing. It's just god awful. Yeah, but I don't it's, know. It's not the best. But that uh, that Ducati is is freaking unbelievable. But uh, I find myself spending more and more time on uh, Silodrome, and that was actually one of the things that I wanted to bring up because um, one of their their top articles, if you go to the homepage, is uh, this three part series of the return. Of the Ford GT, so oh, they man. go through like the history of it, uh, you know how they brought the current version to be, and then what they're doing to it in the future, and and talking about the the race culture of it. So it's uh it's pretty interesting to watch. I'll yeah. uh I'll try to post that and the uh, the Ducati on the Facebook so so other people can hear what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's Silodrome is just a great freaking site. They I've have, never been on it before. I didn't even know about it. Oh, man. There's just so much interesting stuff on there, and it's all well done. You know, it's 
like there's a bike exif oh yeah 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 which which that's a good site and that that dude does an awesome job but like you know there's like the occasional um like a post from a viewer or or like a reader or something and it's like shit photography and there's nothing about it um but silodrome's all like super clean everything's very professional and it's it's just a cool site i think okay bike xf and or however you say it yeah i'm not, I'm not I, there's too many syllables i say exif because i think that's a uh that's a a graphic format from a camera so that's why it's called that because it's just supposed to be bike pictures okay well that one and pipe burn both post just tons of really cool stuff yeah but if you scroll down into the user comments it's it's awful it's like the worst community of people on the internet they're just the most critical bunch of douchebag jerks in the world like people build these amazing bikes that are like showpieces and these guys come on there and they're like yeah no no fenders i wouldn't own it yeah like, <laughs> uh, nice tires those are so stupid uh, you can't you know i'd like to see a corner in those tires it's like if you're concerned about racing why wouldn't you why would you build this old 300 cc yamaha why wouldn't you just buy an, a new bike like that's yeah. not what this is about. This is like a classic car. It's like a muscle car. It's like going to somebody with a, with a you know like a thirty-two Ford Vicky and being like, yeah, you'll you'll never get the down pressure you need to really you know apply power to the rear wheels. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna slop it all over the road. You fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah, shut up. Yeah, I, like the the and there's there's a couple of people on there that cop that pop up like over and over and over again one of them's name is mule and he's a he's a custom bike builder and he builds the same bike over and over and over again and then just craps on everybody else's work just way rips to, it to shreds way to call him out man well i hate you mule i hope you listen to this so you can be embarrassed about your behavior and your bikes <laughs> suck and they're ugly and why don't you use a different tail section once in a while nobody likes your stupid street tracker garbage Ooh. All right. Jeez. I've gotten Jeez. in a few arguments with him. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> I hate him. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. You should uh, you should post some of his stuff so we can make fun of it on the Facebook site. Well, they're, they're and- nice looking bikes, but they look the same. All of them. All of them use like the exact same tail section, the exact same stuff. It's just like... Over and over again, he builds the same bike. And then when anybody does anything different, he's like, so sick of these stupid hipsters ruining the, the custom bike scene. Oh, with your stupid pipe wrap and your vintage tires and no fenders. And, uh, yeah, well, I'd like to see it. Try to take a corner with that fork angle. <laughs> it's like, oh, shut up, dude. <laughs> shut up. People are shitty. Um... If you if you go down to the very bottom of the uh, of that uh, well maybe it's different for everybody but I I was scrolling to the bottom of that uh, Ducati and they had the Wynick Cobra V8 did you see that it's a uh, 
It's an AC Cobra with a 780 cubic inch V8. Let's see. Nope. A 12.9 liter in a Cobra. It's amazing. Like old school Cobra? Yes. I uh I don't like those. Uh you just you're just spitting on the owner. Yeah. Cause that guy loves him. Yeah, you're a jack off. Who? <laughs> Who am I spitting Igor. on? Igor, you don't have one of those. No, no he just likes them. Yeah, but you also like Fox Body Mustangs, so let's like just agree that mom. there's a margin of error to your your opinions. <laughs> <laughs> no, says no, the no, man. Like, says the man who loves uh, Dodge Dakotas. I, well, I can't I think, help it. That I think you, using you the term "man" the, is awfully the, polite. Yeah. Utilitarian uh, the boy. beauty of the Dodge Dakota, and I, I think it speaks to your discredit. <laughs> yeah, that, that Cobra's nice. Yeah. I mean, it's it not up to Casey standards or anything, but it's nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a really sweet car. Yeah, I like it. I like it. There's there's a lot of cool stuff on there, and uh, I, I stumbled across this when I was just kind of uh, perusing through the internet before uh, before this podcast because I was I was trying to find something to talk about, and um, initially I I went out with the intent uh, because I had I had this like uh, this theory this idea for something to talk about and it came from like my old uh my old uh college days in philosophy we had like this whole section on on ethics and so i was trying to find like all of these questions that kind of like uh stress your your moral line and like what would you do in these situations you know like you're you've lost control of your car and you can either run into like four babies or like eight old people so do you pick four over eight or do you pick young over old or you know could one of those babies be hitler or could one of those old people you know know the cure for cancer you, like and all these all these weird like uh questions that'll kind of having it doesn't make you an expert on it what do you mean oh yeah 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 i know uh <laughs> Thank you for that insight, you piece of shit. <laughs> no, I see what you're saying, though. Yeah, you're, you kind of, kind of took that one the wrong way. Uh, at any rate, so I'm trying to find, I'm trying to find all these questions uh, that are that are kind of like in the same vein, um, and all these ones that I came up to were like super fucked up, like. Uh, this pregnant lady got her head stuck in this hole in a cave, and the cave is filling with water, and you have dynamite, so do you blow up this, like, pregnant lady so everyone can get out, or, you know, do you let the lady survive or some shit because Wait, she's pregnant? So you're trapped in the cave? There's a lot of people trapped in the cave. And she got stuck in the hole like Winnie the Pooh? 
Yeah. And so <laughs> for some reason, you have dynamite, and you're like, do you just blow this bitch up or do you die? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, well, because I'm, you I'm, can't just, like, not give her honey until she slims down. Right. <laughs> like, that storyline just doesn't apply to real life, I guess. No. Um, but, like, the weird thing is that they're like, yeah, you have you have dynamite. <laughs> you have dynamite in a match. So, <laughs> you know, you're just going to go take care of that problem or what? In order Casey's logic, if someone's pregnant and you don't feed them, they just become smaller. <laughs> <laughs> Instantly. <laughs> it wasn't the baby a goes away. crossover, and I committed, I, I, you know, I admitted that. So, you know, ease up. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, I searched around, and, like, all I could find were, like, these super fucked up versions of it. So, well, what like, I'm... you do in that situation? I mean, what, what was your answer be? Uh, if you're gonna, if you're gonna blow up the lady? Yeah, you blow up the lady or let everybody drown. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, it depends. Did the lady fucking suck? Yeah. Well, and you... You know, if it were a movie situation, the lady would be like, do it, do it, sacrifice me so that everybody else can get away. But in real life, they would be like, don't do it, don't do it. Yeah. I, I don't know. It would be a tough call. I mean, exactly. I think. Yeah, just to put it in plain terms, like, okay, do you. Do you sacrifice do you, one to save you, many? Yeah. Exactly, right. and I don't know. I mean, I think you'd have to be in that situation to really know what you would do, but you would kind of think, yeah, you would, you know. Yeah, I mean, it would, it would be. Uh, I don't know. It, it's a tough thing to answer when you're when you're not there and you're not you're not in that situation uh i would just hand over the dynamite to somebody else and be like not it <laughs> well then then what happens if they're like fuck it we're not gonna we're not gonna blow this bitch up and then that person that you gave the dynamite to just killed your ass well i guess That's i can like, die without making that decision about killing someone what would happen on the walking dead they could just be like well i guess we're all gonna die Hmm. You're probably right. I I don't know. That would be a really tough call to make, but I think at the end of the day, like you would have to just you would have to do what yielded like the most. Uh, you know what resulted in the most, the least loss of human life, and if that meant sacrificing a person, then you know that's what you do. It's like. It's like, okay, you got a building that's on fire that's about to fall down, and there's one person, you know, on the top floor. Like, do you risk, you know, several firefighters to go in and try to save this one person, or do you just say, like, ah, this is all we can do. We can't, we can't help. <laughs> yeah, jump, stupid. You might break your legs, but you'll be alive. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it's... That's a uh, that's kind of like a uh, like a never ending what if cycle. I mean, sure. it, you know, it could be that one fat bitch that's plugging up the hole, or it could be like a hundred people that can't get out because of her. But then you're like, oh well, what if you know one of those people is Hitler? And you're like, oh fuck, man. 
Well, and this is... Now I have a, to let Hitler go? Like, that's a question that I've heard brought up recently in regards to, like, self-driving cars. Because oh, if, yeah. Because, you know, a predictive self-driving car has to determine whether to, you know, do something unsafe to ensure your safety. You know, something that's unsafe for other drivers, like swerve into an oncoming lane or it just has to let you hit the car in front of you i mean what is what is the car determine is the best thing at that point and like yeah. do we want to turn over that kind of responsibility to you know ai like determining yeah. who lives and dies in an extreme scenario like that yeah i was uh and and that's that's one of the things that that came up while i was looking for all of these like how is how is AI going to say do I kill one person or do I kill two people? Like if if you're if you're cruising 50 miles an hour down the road and a telephone pole pops up in front of you, you can go right or left. Do you kill the two people on the right or the one person on the left? And like how is that car going to know? And if you have four people in your car, does it just eat the telephone pole? I don't know. It's weird. But it's, it's hard uh, to decide, or what you know, determine what would actually happen. Yeah. If the Matrix I, taught us anything, it would save, you know, the most number of batteries that it could. <laughs> well, uh, I say that Matrix did teach us everything, and that's the right answer. Moral question solved. Everyone uh, can go to sleep now. One time we caught my roommate jacking off to the sex scene in Matrix Reloaded. <laughs> really? Yeah. Of all things. <laughs> I was unaware oh. there was a sex scene. Yeah, there's a sex scene. I don't know if it shows anything. But, like, he's watching The Matrix in his room and the door's open. And then, like, it gets. There's, like, a rave scene where they're in the. Whatever the city's called, Olympus or whatever, you know, underground. Yeah, I have no They're idea. They're at like this raid, and then Neo and Trinity like sneak off to bang, and like all of a sudden, like his door kind of like clicks shut, and you hear the lock like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I tried watching uh, the new uh, the new version of Top Gear today. How is it? Oh, the new British one. Yeah. Okay. And it posed a question. If I had to choose between watching that again versus putting my dick in a juicer, I'm making a smoothie out of my dick. <laughs> that bad, huh? Oh, it's fucking terrible. They just tried to do the same exact thing. Well, oh, yeah. They even play the, like, the same characters? Yeah. Oh, no. Pretty much. That's, That's sad. awful. Yeah, it's it's really really bad. Is there one is there one person in particular that's like the the most horrible, or are they all just horrible? About Chris Evans. Really? Yeah. Huh. I I, I didn't seen... think that he would be Chris... the worst out of the out of the lot, but I don't. I guess I'm wrong. I haven't. I didn't see. I didn't even watch enough of it to see if Chris Harris is on it because I like him. Or, uh, but uh, Matt LeBlanc was on there, and he's he seemed all right. It was just that, that Chris Evans guy. He's an ugly man. Yeah, he's a little <laughs> troll. <laughs> you look very ugly and very British. 
No, we just alienated our British crowd. Now, now Sorry, all of those British people crowd. that are listening. You got some other good-looking fellas. Daniel Radcliffe. He's a, he looks like sex on a stick. <laughs> uh, no, he just... I don't know. He's just an ugly... That guy's an ugly man. I don't know. There's nothing else to say about it. He's an ugly man. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's true. We got some. We got Steve Buscemi. Oh, oh yeah, true. Quentin Tarantino. Man. Oh, fuck yeah. That guy is a... <laughs> That guy does look like your post-mortem dick that went through a blender. <laughs> if if Buscemi and Tarantino had a baby, it would be Sloth from Goonies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's about right, though. That is an <laughs> ugly man. Very ugly. Um... Yeah, I haven't watched that yet. But I do have a movie recommendation for you and all of our listeners. Okay. Guys, you need to watch What We Do in Shadows. Okay. It's it's hilarious. And it's on HBO Go. So if you have that, you can flip right. on there and watch What We Do in Shadows. It's it's a uh, mockumentary about four vampires who live together in an apartment in New Zealand. And Dude, I was I was just laughing my butt off at it. It's so funny. <laughs> All right, I'll check it out. Yeah, you guys got to watch it. I mean, it's great. It was those guys that did it. Uh uh Flight of the Concords. Have you ever seen them? No. I've heard I've heard about that for years and I never actually took the time to give a shit about it. It's like okay. It's not great. It's okay, but uh, this movie is is really funny. So, yep. <clears throat> Other than that, I don't know. There's not a whole lot else going on. This horrible election keeps going. Looks like we're yep. probably gonna have horrible Hillary and Trump. And if you'd like to see some excellent campaign artwork, check out our Facebook page. Uh, we yes. posted some earlier today that, uh, you know, you could turn it into a greetings card and send it out to all your family members for Christmas. Yeah, I'm going to actually turn it into a uh, a giant billboard to encourage people to vote. <laughs> vote top or bottom. Yeah. <laughs> I saw yeah. some chick uh, posted a, she posted a bumper sticker on Facebook that said, giant meteor 2016 and it had it in like the uh the hillary font (laughs) yeah i hope i hope something happens speaking of which um mine and ian's favorite favorite media personality right mr beck landed himself in some hot water for basically encouraging his nut job right-wing cultist uh fandom to to assassinate donald trump for real yeah did you not read that article i sent you today i, I saw a headline did you send it to me yeah yeah i think, I think you so. did you probably saw yeah. glenn beck in the headline and you were like nah i don't need that today yeah you sent it to, uh, <laughs> sent it to, to you and me and uh fault 
Oh, okay. So there was just a a barrage of messages going on. I couldn't keep up. Yeah, that that happens once in a while. Yeah, reading's hard. <laughs> well, but it is so, when you're busy. Let me see. Let me see if I can find this here, so I I don't misquote what was said. Um, give me five seconds. I think you should just misquote it. Five seconds. Oh, it's not on Drudge Report anymore. Dang it! Okay, well, I will I will paraphrase and grossly inaccurately misquote the whole thing. <laughs> so, uh, Glenn Beck had this guy on his show, and I, I honestly, I should know, but I don't know what the guy's role was. Oh, you know what? I have this on my phone. I texted it to you idiots. Yeah. So I will look I was... that up. I was just about to send that back to you. But whoever the guy was, okay, he he uh, he was on Glenn Beck's show. They're talking about how horrible it would be if Trump gets elected, which is kind of funny given the fact that, I mean, they're, they're right-wing lunatics, you know? They very much hate Trump. And uh, more or less what, what, what was said was, you know, if Donald Trump abuses his constitutional powers, and we got this weakling Senate, you know, uh, it's going to be up to, you know, how are we going to remove him? It's going to be up to true freedom-loving patriots to, you know, um, do something about it. And, like, the implication was definitely somebody's going to have to kill him. And Beck was like, yes, I understand where you're coming from, and I, I agree with that sentiment. Yeah, oh, because they, they couldn't remove them with legal means. Oh, okay. Fiction author Brad Thor. Yeah. That's who the guy was. So it's not like this was some political scientist or, or a congressman or anything. It wasn't, it wasn't anybody. It wasn't even a political leader of any sort. It's a fiction writer, Brad Thor. Right. And, Who uh, asked what patriot would step up and do that. Yeah. He is a danger to America, and I got to ask you a question, and this is serious, and this could ring down incredible heat on me because I'm about to suggest something very bad. It is a hypothetical I am going to ask as a thrill thriller writer. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, if Congress won't remove him from office, what patriot will step up and do that if he oversteps his mandate as president, his constitutional granted authority, I should say, as president? I don't think there is a legal means available. I think it will be a terrible, terrible position the American people will be in to get Trump out of office because you won't be able to do it through Congress. And Beck says, I would agree with you on that, and I don't think you actually have the voices we've been talking about, and we've been talking about this off-air for a while. Hmm. So, so more or less this guy suggested that, like, somebody... Uh, somebody needs to, to shoot him in the face, and Glenn Beck agreed with it. And because of that, he's been suspended from Sirius XM. And, like, I get people don't like Donald Trump, okay? We get that. We don't like him either. We, we've talked about this numerous times on this show. Right. I, I understood that people didn't like Obama when Obama was running. But when you'd hear these, like, offhanded remarks about how, like, Oh, somebody needs to put a bullet in that guy. Like, that, that is, 
way out. I mean, that is so overstepping the boundaries for even a normal person to say, much less somebody with, you know, a multi-million listener, you know, media empire, who who has, like, cult leader-esque status with those people. Right. So, old Mr. Beck has been barred from SiriusXM, and uh, I think that's a good place for him. Just get him out of there. Oh, I think there will be a half-hearted apology and uh, by at least the weekend, and he'll be back. He'll be fine. He'll probably sell a book about his apology <laughs> yeah. and make a couple yeah. million dollars. Cry him Might on. even go, go shake Trump's hand. Yeah, buy himself some calf implants and a liposuction job, and, and he'll be back on the air. But I think... Um, you know, especially going into this election season, because it always goes to that like red level alert, you know, type of, of fervor during the election. Both sides are like, oh, this is going to end the country as we know it. We're going to fall apart. You know, if so and so gets elected, it's the end. It's the end of everything. And like they said it about Obama, they said it about Bush, they said it about Romney. Yeah, all of them. It's, it's every time, it's the same track every time. And yeah, Trump's a douche, and Hillary's a, a a war criminal murderer. But don't make comments like that. Don't go to that level. I mean, it's just it's disgusting, and nothing good's gonna come out of it. And you don't know who you're talking to, and you may be talking to somebody who's a who's a nut job that may try something like that. So keep the the crazy political extremism to a minimal because either way the same policies are going to continue doesn't matter if trump wins doesn't matter if hillary wins same things are going to keep on happening i agree sadly it's just going to be horrible either way (laughs) yep (laughs) And, uh, Ian, I like that picture you posted, but I think it would be funnier on a whoopee cushion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Press button to hear short speech from Hillary Clinton. <laughs> oh. All right. Sorry, I didn't mean to go on a, on a rant there. But yeah, I sure well, hate Glenn Beck. Yeah. <laughs> I wish someone would put a bullet in his face. <laughs> uh, uh, joking, everyone. It's like you just disregard. Everything case, I say. In case you weren't listening to what we were actually saying. He's not running for office. He can say that. <laughs> it's permissible. Well, folks, that about does it for this yeah. week's exciting episode of Three on the Tree. So uh, don't forget to find us on Facebook and Podbean and iTunes. And uh, I heard we're on Apple TV. It must stream straight from, like, Podbean or iTunes or something like that. So, yeah, uh, you can find us in all sorts of nooks and crannies. <laughs> Much like where Casey just, finds sticks. Just... <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's, know, that's a true story, cranny. folks. Would you, would you like to talk about that or Loaded maybe next with, cast? Oh, I think we've talked about it before. I think if you want to hear stories about sticks I find in my in my butt crack go back and listen to the archives <laughs> jerks <laughs> you're you're alienating our our fandom that likes stick 
in the butt crack stories. I don't really find sticks in there anymore, just copious amounts of loose hair. Oh my god. <laughs> Yours or one of the dogs? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, whiskers. <laughs> Tiny burritos. Oh my god. All right, folks. That's, <laughs> that's it. it for us. That's enough. <laughs> Goodbye yeah. forever. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, and that was our last podcast. <laughs> Have a good one, folks.